Alright guys, welcome back to the pod. Today we are solo, just back to the basics with me and Fran. So, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's always awkward. We've had, ugh, we spent way too long trying to get our angles and I feel so bad because like me and Fran both have the same like good, good side, you know? And when there's no guest, we're both like on opposite sides sides of the table and we're getting each other's like bad side, blah, 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 whatever. So we were like, where I'm like, we're sweating. also playing around with angles. Like, we don't know if we're gonna use a middle angle. Like, we're starting to do verticals on Instagram on t- and TikTok. So, like, we're trying to play around with it and see like what works best and what doesn't. So, yeah. It's also awkward because I spent the whole weekend with Sam. So I'm just kind of like, oh, what are we talking about? I was just with you. We didn't even talk about anything that the yeah, whole time. Yeah, but I was time. just with you the whole time. Like, okay, bye. Like, <laughs> We celebrated Sam's birthday. She turned 26 years old. So. Yeah. Um, I guess that could be part of the weekly update. So I, oopsie. So I, yeah, I celebrated my 26th birthday. This, I guess like when this comes out, it would be like within the last month, I celebrated my 26th birthday. And I'm not going to lie to you. You know, when people are like, oh, do you feel older? Blah, blah, blah. Which I don't think 26 is old at all. Even though like, my mom and I mean, like my grandparents are making it seem past, like I need to like you're halfway to 30. Yeah, but it's I don't not know. old. I'm not saying it's old, but I'm just like it's another like it's the mark only now. age where I've ever felt like I'm like I'm a bit older. Mm-hmm. Like it's the only age where like I'm not gonna lie, last night I could not fall asleep and I was actually like tearing up in my bed, like holy fuck, like w- like I have all these responsibilities now. And like I don't but know. You've had the same but not really because it's like it's like I don't know. I think back to, I don't want, yeah, I hate talking about this, but I don't want like the the pandemic to be a marker of my life, but I can't help but think that like, like 2020, let's just not say the pandemic, but let's say 2020 when, when a lot of things started to change, I was 23 and now I'm 26. And like, that just seems, and like, it doesn't seem that long. Like that's really, how old are you? You're 23. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't seem like that much of a leap, but it is like, 23 to 26 kind of is a leap. And I was just thinking about that last night in my bed, in my bedroom, which I've had the same bedroom since I was eight years old, almost 20 years. That's what I was sitting there thinking. And I just started like, you know, those movies when like people are thinking about things and then they just see the visions. So I just saw the vision of myself as a fucking 10 year old, like playing with Scooby-Doo toys. And the vision of myself as a 16 year old sneaking on MSN from mom and dad. And then vision myself now at 26, like thinking about how I need to fucking like about the new house and shit. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. I so guess. I was just like, holy fuck. Like I've been through 20 years in this one bedroom, which is kind of fucked. Cause some people like grow the fuck so up at know. like 17. You know what I mean? My bedroom, actually my bedroom changed. Yeah, but it's still the same space. I don't know. It was weird. Well, it was like- we haven't moved houses though. A lot of people move houses like from their childhood. They won't have the same house for, we have the same house for what? Like 17 years? A long time. But- that's what I'm trying to say. I was like, I'm so grateful that like we were able to stay in this house. But at the same time, like now it's even scarier knowing that like I'm going to be moving soon and like just all this shit's happening. Like so many changes in my life. It's even scarier because I'm like, I feel like if I was someone or like one of those people who move out when they're 18 or whatever the case may be, not that it would have been easier, but I, like you kind of like. Yeah, it's also because we went to school downtown. Like we didn't. We didn't go away for we school. We didn't go yeah. away for school. Yeah. And that's a huge, I think a huge marker. It did like. I don't know. Everyone who went away for school, like, not is not scared to move out, but I just feel like it's like, oh, ever been there, done that kind of thing. Like, we just have not been away from like Richmond Hill. Oh yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess that's kind of. I don't know. It was just the only year where I felt like, okay, I feel a bit older now. Yeah. Anyways, went to the cottage and it was really fun. We played a lot of games. I'm not gonna get into because 
we will get banned. Yeah, we'll get banned off YouTube. I feel guilty, but anyways. Um, what are some weird games? Like, they probably think like we're fucking games. No. <laughs> like, not weird games, but just like, you know. Okay, anyways. Yeah, that's my, basically, my only weekly update. How about you? Um, I have like two random things. One thing that I realized I started to fucking hate in traffic are buses. And I, I've, I've been actually starting. No, but I've actually been starting to get like, like I want to like honk my horn and like, like smash. Oh, first of all, I got into a car accident. That's kind of a weekly update. A really bad fender bender where like, he stopped too early at the stoplight or the stop sign. I wasn't really paying attention to like, I don't know. I wasn't like, I wasn't on my phone or anything. I just wasn't paying attention to my surroundings. I was kind of like in a daze and he stopped in this big truck and he had like a metal rim around like his bumper. And I stopped and I like literally almost flew my fucking windshield. I had my seatbelt on. Thank God. And I get off my car and like, I'm literally shaking. And this is like my first instinct. This is kind of bad, but like I pretend that my foot hurt. So that he was <laughs> That's bad. No, it's not like bad. I just was like holding my foot because I thought that like, I don't know, he's gonna be like this girl. I thunder bettered him. Like it's my fault fully. And my first reaction was to like grab like some part of my body, whatever. I end up getting out and he's like, this is a work truck. He's like, honestly, I don't even care. Like I, I'm covered by insurance. You're kind of lucky because he could have been a dickhead. He's like, your car's fucked up. Like my bumper is like, my little logo of my car is like indented. He's like, so I'm not going to go through insurance. Just like get this done. I was like, thank God. Cause like it could have went a lot worse. That was one update. Anyways, back to my bus thing. I've been hating when buses like squeeze into your lane without any notice. Like they just think they own the fucking road. They kind of do. That's kind of like what the yield sign on the bus is for. You have to yield to the bus. I hate it. I hate when I'm in that lane, they're in like a lane and then like I'm going all of a sudden they just go. It's like, sometimes I wonder like, what would happen if I just went? Would you really crash into me? Yeah, they would. Cause it'd be your fault. Cause it literally says yield to the bus. Annoying. Anyways, another weekly update. I already like told Sam about this, but. Jeffrey Dahmer, but you haven't watched it, so I can't. I, I don't need with to you. watch it because I already know what happens because everyone is so fucking annoying. You can't release anything on Netflix because if you don't get to that show within a week of it being released, like I can't enjoy it because, because you're okay, just staying on it. Like I don't want to enjoy it, but you know what I mean? Like I can't actually, like. You know what? It's enjoyable in the fact where I'm obviously like he was fucked up monster, but like it's it's weird how like disturbing things like this interest people. Like how it, like it's like, what else do you do? Like, what next? And, and I like this, like this documentary, the series, whatever you want to call it, because it's not like Jeffrey's point of view. It's like an actual story. So you don't like see it from his point of view because that wouldn't be fair to the victim. Yeah, because who cares have, what the fuck he like? Well, yeah. But like you see it from like every victim that he had and like the story behind like every, and then like yesterday I went down a rabbit hole again. And I was watching like real crime cases about like victims in the courtroom, like testifying and get like the victim's family testifying. Oh, it's crazy. Now they're coming up with a new one and it's called um, Confession Tapes of Jeffrey Dahmer. So like Netflix is making bank off like this one guy. But I wonder if the families are getting money for it because that's pretty- I don't know. I heard that they were mad though. I heard that the victim's families were like really yeah, like Yeah, because they got like no down. notice. They got no, no, they got notice when like everybody else got notice. So imagine like being in that position and like having to relive that story all over again. And somebody's playing like your brother or like your uncle, like your, I don't know, whatever. Your like son. whoever died, yeah. Like someone's playing that and you're seeing that. Crazy. I also saw the Polaroids online. I don't recommend anybody look that up. I don't know why you would look that up. I don't know why. You know, when your mind just like takes over you, that's how it was for me. But I wouldn't recommend. I think that that's why the victims like families were getting mad because now this like almost opens up like a floodgate of people going into their 
like deceased family members' personal lives. Like people are looking up their family members who were dismembered yeah. and like photographed naked with their like whatever. And like, that's like violating. Not that you violated them, but like the Netflix documentary, like everything surrounding this is like kind of like, not encouraging. It's like but a giving, floodgate. Yeah, it was like, like a floodgate to open up like different like, Things and it's almost it's like, like I'm sure if I if my family member or like not like God forbid like died in that way I would not want the general public looking them up online to find the polarizing. Okay, they shouldn't be on there anyway. Like why are they on there? Like yeah, why no, are I'm you surprised that you why are you found it's that. on open like crime website? Like why is that still on there? Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah, there's just one website who like yeah it just listed every murder and every victim photo and I was I was like how the fuck is that even allowed? I watched the first episode then after that everyone started talking about it so I'm like there's no point in me even watching it at this point. But and it also makes me think that like if I've seen on TikTok where people were like I literally like am like ill from this or like I feel like I don't know traumatized or I feel like my mind's kind of fucked up from watching this. Imagine Evan Peters who's playing like Jeffrey Dahmer. Like yeah, people are concerned for him. The actors are probably like. I saw an interview with him and he's like, I had to go to places that like I wouldn't, my mind would never even imagine me going to. Cause like, get to like perform necrophilia on these bodies and like- They weren't really dead bodies. But even just a thought of doing that and like that was a real person and you have to play that now. Yeah, I don't know how- that- And they were real people and they're he actors. Mu- he must have had to like gotten paid like millions of dollars to do that. There's no way like- Unless he just really likes acting, but like he's also an American Horror Story, get. though. So like he's he, an American he Horror Story, but like those those aren't real. Those aren't even based around true story stories. Line. Yeah, like those shows are really good. Like those series, he's so good in those. But like we had to take a break from it for mental health. Yeah, I know. So like he's probably really I'm not doing any one of these for a very long time. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I've been binging that. So I mean, it's a good watch. I recommend it. Like just like you know, it's it is a good watch, but it's dark and disturbing. So. If you have a light stuff, like a, what's it called? A wheezy stomach, like I wouldn't recommend. I have two things I kind of want to say slash ask about. Did you see the Hailey Bieber interview on Call Her Daddy? Yeah, like it's- Can we just, can I just, can I? It was her speaking a whole lot of words that didn't actually say anything. So for those of you who don't know, Call Her Daddy, really successful podcast, like, Probably a podcast that we like look up to, not in terms of what she talks about, but like- and More recently, like she has more interesting stuff. It's yeah. not all about like sex and all that. Yeah, stuff. before it was like all about sex and like giving, like, you know what I mean? Like just all that stuff. But um, yeah, like she's like obviously like created like such a good brand for herself. And so that's great and all, but people have been criticizing her interview style where like she's asking questions that are like, un- like, like, why would you ask that? Yeah, she asked what her and Justin's favorite sex, like- Sorry, you, there's something in my eye. What yeah. their favorite position was. Like, why are you asking that to like- And I didn't- Shock all, factor. I also didn't like how like, she didn't touch about, touch upon like her company at all. It was like, Haley was just Justin Bieber's wife. Like, just like, that's all my life is, is beefing Selena Gomez and like- Yeah, but- Being with Justin Bieber. It's like, it's probably fucking annoying. I'd be annoyed. I'd be annoyed just like being really known as like the girl who like is- Bieber's wife and like Selena Gomez was like was like the ex. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it was also I, sorry to cut you off. Like why was it so? Like why was this like? Oh my gosh, she's finally opening up and like saying like why do people care that much? Because because of how big Selena and Justin are as like celebrities, even Haley. And so like everything that's been said about them is all speculation and based on only fans talking about it. So it's Selena fans attacking Haley for stealing Justin, but Haley's never been like oh. I didn't steal him. And Selena's never been like, oh yeah, she stole him. 
but it's all been fans attacking so each other. So now she's saying like, I didn't steal him. So now like she's telling the story, but it wasn't really, she didn't say anything. She was just she's like, saying, but think that's about not it. the Think about it though. She has to be so careful about what she says because people will take it and like twist it and make clips but about it. But apparently the only reason she's doing it is because Selena Gomez is coming out with a documentary and they think that she's going to touch on this. Okay, because- but that, that's exactly what she's talking about. Like you're making an assumption that the only, that's the only reason why she's doing this is because of the documentary. Like it's that- Well, like- it's, I mean, no, I know I'm making an assumption, but like think about the timing. Yeah, but also think about podcasts. We were pre-recording right now. How long ago did they pre-record that? Like, Color Daddy has huge guests on all the time. Yeah. They probably way in advance had to have Hailey Bieber on. I mean, I don't like, know. Like, Demi Lovato was on. That probably took, like, way yeah, in advance. Yeah, that was fucked. I didn't watch it. I don't watch it. I don't care about Demi Lovato. But I mean, like… Oh, that's… What? Kind of rude. Do you care about Demi Lovato? Not really. Exactly. So, like… <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for her, but like, why? Actually, I don't know why I feel bad for her. Like, actually, yeah, I do. There's people going through the exact same things that she's going through, that are probably next door to you. True. But anyways, that's not the point. I just, I don't know. There was so much hype surrounding this Haley Bieber thing. I was like, that's another thing that I didn't even fully watch it. I just watched clips of it because I didn't need to because everyone was talking about it. I like the Christine Quinn one better than Haley Bieber, to be honest. I didn't watch that. Like she was spilling tea on Selling Sunset. I thought that was more interesting. Speaking of, did you watch uh, Selling Sunset, the uh, OC? No. Fuck. All right. Well, anyways, then my Wait, second- Wait, are, are you guys, are you done? Are you guys, are you done dating and related? Yeah. Do you guys watch that? Not like you're going to answer me, but- Yeah, like you're looking at the camera. Like, <laughs> hey, did you guys watch dating related? Blink if yes. Okay, there's all these new Netflix shows like that. that's like very much off of the love is I'm blind. just thinking like, what are the measure we went on that? I would- Dating related? No, pretend we didn't have boyfriends for a second. Oh, like we like, went on dating and yo, related. We, we would get, I'm telling you, we would get chosen 100%. So We're get, what? You're cocky. <laughs> oh, no. I don't mean by the guys. I mean by the like. like no, that's not what I meant. We get chosen. No, I meant we get chosen to go on that 100% because of our dynamic. They'd be like, oh, yo. there are two people from Ontario and they're like best looking ones on that fucking show. Okay. I hope, you guys okay, are I hope this no one thinks I meant. I hope no one thinks I meant that. That's not what I meant. I no, meant I'm like, just kidding. I meant like we would get picked because like we would be different from all of them. They were like hugging each other and crying. I was like, why are you but crying? Like, it's two, two Canadians that were on the show were exactly like how we are. Not they, really, friends. They didn't really show about much emotion. They were That's kind true. of like very like more chill. The other people were very like, not They're saying like, chills better than being like preppy. That's fine. No, but they were just like all like very like. Okay, but basically, dramatic. if you haven't watched it, the premise the premise of the show is um, siblings like sister sister brother sister brother brother will go on to this like love island type of setting type of villa. It's fully a love island twist off. Like everyone, every reality TV show now is taking love island as a blueprint because it does so well and just doing a little twist on it. Also, I don't like Melinda as okay, a host. Okay, hold on. I'm not sorry. No, I'm just, what do these people don't know about the show? So basically they go on on the show and they, the siblings kind of wingman the other siblings. So they all mingle like Love Island, but like with each other's siblings. It's kind of fucking weird to be honest. Like, yeah. like there's like a brother and a sister here double dating with someone else. And like the guy on the other end is telling the the girl on this end, like like flirting with her, but her brother's sitting right there. And it's like, the f- like this is fucking I think for weird. brother and sister, it's a bit more awkward. It's for, weird. If someone's fine with you in front of me, like I, I really, I kind of just laugh. Like I wouldn't be like, ew. But well, like, I would be like, ew, but it's weird. Like, I don't think it's when Roman flirts with you in front of me. Like, it's just like- No, I know. But like, that's not really the, like, like that's different than flirting when you first meet someone. Like when you're trying to get with them. I did Somebody went with Sam and was like, hi. And I was like, no. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh my God. Yeah. When I was getting the cheese curds. I was the one though to be like, no. Okay. I say no. Away. I just don't. I like- No, I know. But like, I feel like it's, I, I guess when your sister, I don't know. Anyways, point is the show's fucking stupid, but it was so entertaining and I watched a full thing. But yeah. Anyways, where were we going with that? I don't know. I just thought it was like a thought in my head. Um, 
what else was I in? Okay, another thing. I have just have a bunch of things because we've had guests on for like weeks straight that I just have things to, to say. But we've been getting a couple of hate comments on YouTube. So we got like one. No. Have you seen it recently? Go look. No, where? Which episode? <laughs> calm down. No, it's just like a couple of people, like Which especially YouTube? on the conspiracy theory video. No, so there were some people who liked it, but then there were some people who were very salty. And there was some guy who was like, not everyone should. What do you say? He was like, Oh, just because you have a mic doesn't, doesn't mean you mean, should have a podcast. Yeah. It's like, okay, I was like, relax, Chad. Like, yeah, like <laughs> his fucking display picture was like, I don't even know. Oh my God, he's going to see this on YouTube now. Really shouting him out. That's free fucking clout, dude. His name's not Chad. Whatever. He knows who we ta- we're talking about. We okay, hi. Comment. <laughs> like, we appreciate your, you watching <laughs> us nonetheless. Like, shit. No, okay. But basically I, that comment, like, thank you for making that comment because it sparked like a conversation about podcasts. I'm trying to think about how to frame this. I feel like podcasts are like the new wave, you know? Okay. And I feel like, like, why does somebody need to be somebody to have a su- successful podcast? Like, what does that even mean? And I've been seeing this I comment. Think, I think, I think, sorry. I think he meant more like. Not him. I've been seeing this oh. comments everywhere. Like on podcasts who are like micro podcasts. So let's call us a micro podcast. We've been working at this for like a year and a half. Like, Maybe like the last year we've actually been like doing it, doing it. Like the first year we were just like doing it in the closet of my bedroom. Like we had no work. We were doing it for fun. But like within the last year, we, we've been actively trying to grow, but we don't already have a platform from anything. Like there's a lot of podcasts that are successful because they're already like influencers or they're already reality stars, doctors, or they're like some sort of profession. We are literally just talking shit about like life in our 20s and like having fun and bantering. And that's why we can have a podcast because like we want to be able to speak our opinions. But I've been seeing this comment everywhere on like more micro podcasts. Like just because you have a mic doesn't mean you should start a podcast or like not everyone needs to start a podcast. And like, it's true. There's a lot of people now that are starting podcasts. And I really think that like in five to 10 years, podcast is going to be like a degree that you can get in school because it's actually like- Well, it's like broadcasting. It's like a business though. It's like a building a brand, building a business. Like there's so many things you need to know. Like who do you network with? Like producers, like studios. How do you like reach out and things like that? And like, when I see those comments, it's like, it's not it's not as easy as grabbing a mic and fucking talking. Like, like it's also not, not that serious. Like just let people talk if they want to That's what I mean. Talk. It's not that serious, but like also like- Like not everyone has to be like Joe Rogan. Like you know what I mean? mean? Like, like it's it pisses not like me off that like, why can't people- who like everyone's entertaining in their own way. Some people aren't meant to have podcasts. Like it's true. Maybe they're like too quiet. Like you can't, if you're a quiet person and like you don't feel comfortable talking to the person you're talking to, like you can't, like you can't. Like if I was sitting here talking to like, not to gas you up, but I mean, if I was sitting here talking to like somebody like that I wasn't as comfortable with, it probably wouldn't be as entertaining. We probably wouldn't have like the listeners that we have. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that like, as long as you put in work into making a podcast what it is, you can have a podcast. And I think it's unfair. Okay, wait, though. Wait, I th- let me finish my thought. I think it's unfair that like people who are like micro podcasters are kind of like made to think that like, if you didn't just come off a reality show or if you don't already have a following, like you're not going to make it anywhere with your podcast. Maybe it'll take you longer, but it's going to be that much more rewarding because you started from literally the, the bottom up with like, no viewers, nothing. And you're literally building a base just based off of your personality. That's what I was going to say though. Like the only time I really agree with that comment kind of is when like you come up a reality TV show and they just hand you a podcast here. Here's a podcast. And they just don't like do like- That's what I'm trying to say. What are you you really talking about? How how many times can you talk about Bachelor 
or me being on Bachelor in Paradise and love and me finding love. And, and like, you know what I mean? Like, Anybody who comes off a reality TV show gets handed a fucking podcast and it automatically does well, which is fine. I'm happy for them. But that's exactly what I'm trying to say. If anything, you should look at people who started a podcast from the ground up, no following, no nothing, didn't come off a reality TV series, didn't already have like tons of capital put behind them, invested it invested in it themselves or with like maybe the help of their family and be like, wow, good for them. They started this and they built up confidence to get in front of a camera and talk on a mic and they built this brand. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, I feel mm -hmm. like it should be opposite. Yeah, Chad. So let me think of that, about that. Fuck you, Chad. <laughs> fucking commenting on our picture. Our I'm kidding. Video. I just wanted to say that. We because, had a few other ones, but. You know what? Like the let the haters hate. It increases our engagement. True. Um, did you have anything else you want to say? Like weekly update? Mm, no. Or just anything? You have nothing. No, else? I have it. But okay. say, your, ahead, say your spiel first. Well, nothing. while we're on the topic. Time today, so. I know, but while we're on the topic of like you being 26, why don't you Oh, yeah. Say so there was like a couple things. It was like six things I learned. I'm a 26th year. I don't know if these are th six things, but number one, these are going to be things that you're like fucking duh. But like I actually felt them and learned them like by now. So number one is that family and health should be at the top of your priority list. And it is at the top of my priority list now. And like, of course I said that before, but like now I really actually feel it and mean it. And it's been because like, I've been, when I see my family, I get this like happy feeling. And like, at the end of the day, I feel like, I don't know, accomplish. It's weird. Like, especially like my grandparents or my dad or like Frankie and like Kiki and stuff like that. Like, I just feel like actually like happy, you know, or like when I'm with Roman and his family mm -hmm. and though, and like when I know I'm feeling healthier, like I'm feeling fit, like that's when I genuinely feel happy. Whereas when it's at the end of a day where I feel like I had a good work day or I've made a lot of money with something or whatever the case may be, like, at the end of the day, I don't feel that same like happiness or like successful feeling. So I'm like, you know what? Like health and family should always come first. So that's number one. I think too, though, when you're like younger, like high school, family to me was kind of like, yes, in many ways, whatever, it's fine. But like now, like I will, like I will make a point to go work at my Nino's house like yeah. once a week or like, I don't know, go like visit people I haven't seen like often. So yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Number two is- don't expect everyone to do what you would do. And that's one that like, I think Rome taught me more because I tend to get disappointed a lot when things don't go my way, but not because I want everything to go my way, but be I get more upset about like how people handle things. So if I, it, like if I were to do something for someone, I don't expect the same in return, but like I expect them to handle the situation the same way I would, like with the same amount of respect as I have for them or for that situation. And that just hasn't been in the, that hasn't been the case with a lot of people lately within the last year of my life. And I'm just like, is everyone, is everyone a dickhead? And it's like, no, they're not. They just handle things differently. And the sooner you learn to accept that not everyone's going to handle the things the same way as you, the sooner that you're going to be like, you know what? Like, I'm not going to be disappointed anymore. It just is what it is. I also think that goes with like friends too. I'm mostly like, talking about friends. Like friends and also just like, it's okay to like, how do I say this? Like, it's okay to like not have the same like values or like morals or like, things in common with your friends as you did when you were like younger or in high school or like whatever. Like you can still be friends without like, how yeah. do I explain this? Like without- You can go months without talking to your friend and like- Dude, I go, I talk, I see Mel, like Mel Kucha, like once every two, three months. And, and like she's we're- she's still one of your best friends. Yeah, like you don't have to, I used to think that like, I would have to talk to somebody every single day, but then it's like, what am I really talking to you about? Like just because I want to talk to you. 
And I mean, there's people like that that do that with their friends and that's cool, but- I have that different relationship with different people, but I'm just saying like, not all of your friends have to be like, you know, Mm -hmm. someone like that. Okay, number three is you won't know if you don't do it. Mm -hmm. And like, I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago, like just where I'm at in my life. And like, even yesterday, I was talking to my Zia and she was just asking me what I'm doing in terms of like business opportunities and things. And she was like, oh, I thought you were doing this. Oh, I thought you were doing that. But like, I'm doing something totally different and not just with career, but like in general. And it's like, sometimes I can get down on myself because I'm like, I wasted time doing this thing. I wasted time in this job. I wasted time talking to this person or making like, or sometimes with a podcast, we wasted time doing this. We wasted like whatever, but it's like, and again, this seems so basic, but when you really think about it, like you won't know that you don't like what you're doing or you don't like the situation that you're in until you do it. Because then you'll always wonder like, what if? And like the the main example I can give is like, sometimes I get down on myself for like the first six months that I worked at a certain place. Um, I just felt like sometimes I look back and I'm like, I wasted that six months where I could have been like building something different. But then I'm like, that's what I thought that I wanted at that time. And had I not done that, I probably would have always wondered and I wouldn't be content with where I am now and the direction that I'm going. And I'm finally like coming to peace with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my last one is um, when you sleep, use a sleeping mask, like not an eye mask, like an actual like silk mask. Holy fuck. Oh, I don't like that. No, I thought I didn't. And we used to make me claustrophobic and make me feel weird. Bro, you get the best sleep of your life. No, because I like to open my eyes and like not see dark. Like I like to open my eyes and feel like there's nothing in front of my eye. Like I want to see my you room. just take it off. No, but like imagine in the middle of the night, like you're just like, where the fuck am I? You open your eyes, there's like a black like- What do you mean? You know that you? there's a mask there. No, I know. But like sometimes I wake up and I don't know where I am. Imagine waking up and then you have like something in front of your eye and you're like, I don't know. I don't like it. It gives me anxiety. I try before. I just don't like it. I'll All just right. put, my, put like my sheets over my head. <laughs> But then it's like covering your nose and shit. Like how do you breathe? Okay, whatever. Anyways, those are some of the things I want to say that I learned in this last year of my life. I mean, Um, no, I mean the past year of my life. I have, I found something interesting on TikTok and I kind of want to touch upon it. And it is, let me see here. Okay. It's that we actually need seven types of rest. It's a Twitter thread. Mm. Seven times, types. Oh my God, I can't speak seven types of rest in order to actually feel rested. Sometimes I'll get fucking 13 hours of sleep. And I'll, I'll, I'll actually sleep. My eyes will be closed or I'll take naps during the day. But I wonder why, like, why the fuck am I still actually tired? Like, and it's because we have, we need these different types of rest and I want to go through it. Okay. So the first type of sleep is called, um, physical rest, that's passive and active. So passive is like, you have to sleep seven plus hours nightly and take power naps as needed. Okay, cool. Active is stretch, get a massage or use an ergonomic chair and desk, which people I feel like already do. Like- I don't do that. Not, an ergonomic chair not and that. desk. I'm just saying it's suggestions, but like you stretch during the day, you go for walks, massages maybe here and there, whatever. Yeah. That's not the one that like really interested me. But the second one, so mental rest. So it says mental rest deficit is caused by overthinking or- um, over tuning, which just means like, just like always on the go with like your thinking. So yeah. Reference checklists, packing groceries, creating a shutdown ritual. And you know what I was thinking? Did, isn't that what, isn't this what you do on the daily? Yeah, I do. And you make fun of me saying that I like, I write down everything, but also who does this? My mom. But, like, uh, but I thought that, yeah, listen, I make mom, fun of you, but isn't this you not resting by making reference lists no, all day? No, it's saying like, 
that's what you should be doing. Like that's like things that you should be doing to help your mind. Cause your mind's always racing, racing, racing. Mm. So, so get your thought. You know who doesn't mom though? Like we make fun of her for like cleaning randomly, but that's her mental rest is like organizing her space and cleaning. That's a way of like, I guess maybe do you know what I mean? Stop making fun of her for that. Okay. So, um, and creating a shutdown ritual to separate work and life and taking a break from problem solving to meditate. Third is social rest. So evaluating your relationships. Spend more time with people who give you energy, less time with people who drain your energy. And if you're an introvert, block out time to be alone. I never thought I was an introvert, but I think I I, I, am. I really am an introvert. And like when I have too much social time or I'm talking too much around people, like I actually get moody and tired. Mm-hmm. And like, so block out time to just be by yourself and not even like your friends, your boy, just be by yourself and that's it. That was a huge one. Okay, third or fourth is spiritual rest. So be part of something bigger than yourself. So participate in faith, work at a job that feels purpose-driven and volunteer. And this actually, like when I volunteer, I actually come home at the end of the day and like feel rested. Even though I just walked like fucking 50 dogs for four, for four hours, or, like been with like dogs all around. Like I actually feel like, hey, I feel, my mind almost feels rested. It's something that I actually love to do. Because your mind feels like, almost like I ain't doing anything ease. really. Like I, I were forcing it. I did what I love to do. Like every time I pick up a shift and I go You know what I think that is? That's literally like aligning with your like truest self. Your soul. Yeah. Like aligning with your truest self is doing what makes you feel happy without it being forced or thought about. I say all the time. I would, if I could like, I would, I would do that. Like, like work with dogs for free for the rest of my life and not get paid. And I'd be the happiest person of life. Like Mm. truly. I will open up a dog sanctuary. Mark my words. I will be doing that when I retire or before I retire, but that's a huge goal of mine. Okay. Sensory rest. So the modern individual is overstimulated. So take a break from social media, which I've actually been <laughs> doing. Um, I only really go on social media now unless it's podcast related. Like truly. Same. I don't really. Um, turn off notifications. So like maybe do, do not disturb at night. I've been doing that as well. Limit video midi. Video. <laughs> bro. I video, can't talk today either. Video meetings, um, limit video meetings and set a relaxing evening ambiance, soothing music, candles, etc. Okay. Emotional rest. So it says emotional rest deficit occurs when you feel like you can't be authentic. So for example, an airline attendant who must always smile despite rude passengers. And I feel like sometimes that's like a case at work. Like we're on, oh, this 24 seven, like not a persona. Cause I'm not fake at work and I love like the work that I do, but it's like, you can never kind of have that moment to like, be like, can you please be like, can you be quiet? Like, you know what I mean? You can't say that out loud. No, you can't say it out loud. I know. So but that's why you need work friends because with your work friends, you can be like, holy fuck. What a long day. Like you can like, or go, just like, 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 like I can message my work friend maybe and just be like, oh my God, I'm so stressed. I have that. I have one work friend. I'm like, how's your day going? Honestly, I'm so stressed. And I wish like this time I wasn't this, this and that. Like, yeah, it just, it's good to like kind of let go. But spend time with people you can be authentic around around and try speaking with a therapist. And you have creative rest. So appreciate beauty in any form, whether natural or human created. So natural, take a walk, go in nature, human created, visit a museum or art festival, engage with books, music, documentaries, etc. So this guy, Dr. Delton or Dalton, I can't see. It's like cut off. Smith recommends that like you incorporate at least one of these seven kind of like tips or tasks in your everyday life. And that's how you will actually like become arrested. It's not just about sleep. Can you send it to me? I'm going to put it on my whiteboard and like see if I do I know. It. I want to pick and choose like which I would actually like do. I, I kind of do a lot of these things already, but it kind of makes sense. Like 
why people are still tired, even though you get sleep. I could sit down all day at work doing, I could sit like, for example, today I'm ex- like, I'm actually- Same, I'm like drained today. I'm exhausted. Sure. I woke up early to go to the gym and the gym in the morning is actually my form. Of, that was the only form of rest I had all day because I was just like going with my own flow. But then the second I got home, I think maybe from like 9 a.m. And then until 7 p.m., I was like sitting down, just like thinking, problem solving, stressed out. Like it wasn't all just like my day work, right? It was like just other shit, like other meetings I had from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. just doing work, work, work. And then I had to get, I got ready and then came here. And obviously we like coming here and doing the podcast, but still. This is also my form of rest. I'm letting out just words that like I've been keeping in or energy that I've been keeping in throughout the day. And I can just say it. And I'm fucking exhausted after this because it's like, that was great. I can get to release my words. And now I can just be quiet for the rest of the night and not have to speak. Yeah, I feel that. But that that's, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Um, One last thing before we go. So I want to tell a little bit of a story. But- I want to be careful of how I say it. So, okay. I had a business opportunity. Um, oh, yeah. Aside from like my work that I do, I had a business opportunity. Doesn't have anything to do with the podcast either. Let's just call it a business opportunity. Um, and they were like, oh, you have a podcast. I was like, yeah. And like, I, I tell everyone about the podcast. I'm not embarrassed about what we, what we talk about on the podcast. It's totally on the resume. Yeah, like it's… <laughs> Like, I don't care. I mean, this didn't, this didn't have anything to do with a resume. It was just like getting to know me in a professional environment and like a business opportunity environment. And I was like, yeah, I have a podcast. What do you talk about? We talk about like living through your 20s, the trials and tribulations. We talk about mental health. We talk about our, our own progress. We have um, subjects matter experts on from ranging from like fun stuff to like, you know, experts on mental health, blah, 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 the whole spiel. And it was cool, whatever. And then I get an email basically saying that they didn't want to move, that they didn't want to pursue the the, oppor- the business opportunity anymore. I got an email saying they didn't want to pursue the business opportunity anymore because of the tone and underlying concept surrounding the podcast and my voice in the podcast. And like, usually like if I lose out on something, like I don't, I don't get emotional about it. Like, I'll have another like business opportunity like that, you know, like something to pursue on my evening time. I I do that sort of thing. But it angered me because I was like, who are you to say that I, that the tone, the underlying tone and concept surrounding our podcast is why I lost out on an opportunity? Like, I don't know. Like it just really angered me because it's like who I am on my podcast. That's like my personal time and has nothing to do with who I am in a professional environment or like in this, in this capacity, like this specific business capacity that I'm referring to has nothing to do with what I do on the podcast or how I speak on the podcast, how I speak like in a professional environment is different than here. I'm not going to sit here to friend and be like, um, as aforementioned in my previous podcast, no, do you blah, 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 sincerely, best regards, fucking aforementioned, all these like big professional words that I use on the daily or that I use in my Yeah, other- but it's also like you said, like some topics we talk about can be like controversial. Versal. That's why. See, that's why we're losing out because we don't know how to fucking speak. <laughs> I was trying to be dead ass serious. Dude. I know. Uh, guys, I can't speak today. I don't know uh, why. Like, Anyways, I'm I just- slouching it. I'll like a fucking slug. I just like holy shit. I just wanted to just put that out there. Like, 
I am not going to stop like doing what we love to do, which is this podcast. It is our form of like self-care. Like she said, I'm not going to stop doing that because people don't think that the tone of voice matches with someone who's like no, a like professional before, like expert. Because the topics we talk about sometimes, like we even said it, like we talk about COVID. About our, we talk about COVID on, very minimally. On vaccines. We talk about like abortion laws. We talk about the gov- like government choices. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. If you are somebody who doesn't want to do business with somebody who's able to form their own opinion and not yeah, be like a, not sheep a sheep led, or robot. Led, like, exactly. Okay. And not, if you don't want to do business with someone who can't form their own opinion, like I don't want to do business with you either. Like I don't want to be led or like have to follow someone and just be a yes man to whatever they say. I want to be able to form my own opinion. And if they have a different opinion than me on abortion laws, then I don't want to work with you anyways. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Well, it's fine to have different opinion, yeah, but like- That's what I mean. But like, if you're going to like co- be combative on like my opinions on certain things, then like I have no problem doing business with or like seeking out opportunities with people who have different views than me at all. Like if the world was com- like comprised of people with the same views, like we wouldn't even have a world, like things wouldn't be running. Like people need to have opposing views for us to be able to be a society. Like that's just how it works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like me and you have different views. We can still have a conversation. I don't know. That pissed me off that like the podcast was the reason. Like I was just like, wow, that's like something that I've never heard before. Like even in my like- Other employers love that. Like it wasn't an employer. Oh, okay. It wasn't like an employer. Other like, like in my past experience, like people have like the jobs that I've interviewed with, like love that I had a podcast. It wasn't a job like that. No, I know, but I'm just saying like- Yeah, yeah, yeah. But same, Whatever. like my, same, like, I don't think that it should have an impact on that. I don't know. It was, it was, it kind of cheesed me. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Um, anyways, I just thought I'd share that. And I guess my, my piece of advice is just like, keep doing what you're doing. If it's going to make you happy. Like who cares what other people say, you know? True that. Anyways, we're, yeah, we went a bit over. Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening to our rant and. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, wait. I hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving. This would be a way after Thanksgiving, but. <laughs> Not way after, like a week after. So happy. Oh, wait, can I, can I just, I put a little prompt on our story. I kind of want to say it. And it was curious. What is the most overrated Thanksgiving food? I love all Thanksgiving food. You put this on our story? Yeah, an hour ago. Um, I love all Thanksgiving foods. My favorite holiday, like more than Christmas. Wait, where did you hear this? It wasn't this somewhere. Like, didn't someone ask this somewhere? On the radio? (laughs) Really? Yeah. I heard that. Okay. Okay. I was in the car with you. I just did it like in the car with you. Okay, cranberry sauce, cranberry sauce and stuffing, pumpkin pie, pumpkin pie, stuffing, cranberry sauce, pumpkin pie. So it's all the same main three. I don't know how people don't like pumpkin pie. I fucking hate pumpkin pie. Pumpkin it's pie actually like a baby vanilla, burst into a fucking pie crust and then you just put it with in the vanilla oven. ice cream and, and cool whip. So cool good. Whip. Cool whip. So good. Family guy. I like just the cool whip with like the strawberries. That's not Thanksgiving food. <laughs> Um, anyways, yeah. Okay, so hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving and we'll see you next time. Bye.